Welcome to the Making Jobs Podcast, where we talk about car repair, business ownership, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Hernandez, founder and owner of Matt's Mobile Mechanics. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Schultz, with Witness Security. So without further ado, let's get the show on the road. Welcome back, job makers. Good morning. Um, fun. We will have a guest. We, yeah, we will have a guest. We'll have a, a guest, which he doesn't have a chair right now. He just have to but stand. But he's not even here yet. So. No, he's not here yet. Uh, he slept in. You know, he said it's my uh, spoiler alert. It's going to be my brother showing up. Um, he, I, I called him because I had texted him yesterday. I said, "Hey, are you still planning on coming uh, the, tomorrow morning?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Cool." So then I called him this morning, didn't answer. I called him again. He answered. Sounded like he just woke up. He's like, "Oh yeah, I just slept in." Uh, like someone woke me up at midnight and I'm like oh someone woke you up at midnight I went to bed at midnight <laughs> he's like geez I'm like, yeah well that's 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 where the way it is especially if you're a farmer you go to bed late and you wake up early I think Ben Franklin had a, uh, a, a statement early to bed early to rise makes a man healthy wealthy and wise I've not not ever seen the wealthy part, but mm. usually I'm in bed by uh, eight thirty or so. I try to. Sometimes things get. Sometimes doesn't mean I'm closing my eyes yet because yeah. I'm watching The Flash lately. <clears throat> but mm. I tried to start watching that show and it just didn't. Uh, didn't like, take off for you? No. Yeah. Like uh, I didn't even finish the first season before I was like, ah, I'm about done with this. Well, <clears throat> so I started watching it because uh, Marjorie wanted to watch it. Mm. And uh, because the boys watched The Flash. And Rachel, at first, she's like, you sure that's an okay show for her? I'm like, the boys watch it. Uh, Owen and Killian. And the reason I know this is because every day they come in here, they run in here like The Flash. Uh, they, uh, The fingers pointed to the ground yeah. and they're just... Super fast. Uh, is I, it is it the the CW series or yeah? It's the CW. Well, I've been there at their house when it, they've been watching. Okay, it. I was gonna say, or maybe they're watching the animated series. Um, you know, I mean, I'd imagine it's probably okay. I, I only watched like part of the first season, and I was like, eh. Also, with TV shows, like I'm almost at the point now, man, where I'm considering. And, and I keep thinking this, right? I keep thinking that I'm considering dropping a lot of the streaming services, you know, and just get rid of all streaming services and just... Because you know, half the time I find myself just... I watch YouTube most of the time anyways. There's so many... There's so much good content on YouTube now. I mean, most of these YouTube channels, they're producing shows that are like... Like produced like it's an actual TV show, you know? Like they're produced well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick to my uh, streaming services. Yeah, well, so here's what I keep thinking. I keep thinking, ah, I'm going to get rid of it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't I haven't even opened up Netflix in like a, a month anymore because I go to check and see if there's anything. There's nothing new. And then I open it up and there's like a new season of a show I watch that I'll binge watch. And I'm like, oh, crap, I guess. <laughs> and I think they're doing it on purpose, man. You know, they, they have like, they, they, they keep, they'll either, or they'll come out with like a new, uh, new show. Or a new movie, Netflix and Hulu both do this to me, where where uh, I'll be done with it, and I'm getting ready to cancel, and then boom, they hit me, 
They hit me with a new series. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, I guess or a new season. Uh, have you ever seen the show Alone? Mm-mm. So it's a really good reality TV show, a survival reality TV show. This is the uh, the uh, basically the synopsis of it. They take ten um, contestants and then they drop them off like up in the Arctic um, in in northern Canada. That's basically naked and afraid. Sort of, except they're not naked because they would be very afraid because it's cold up there. <laughs> I drop them off in the fall. And they're completely alone, like entirely alone. Like there's no camera crew. They have to self-film everything. Uh, they 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 get health checks every so often. Um, you know, someone will come out. Someone will come out, and and if they like, if they've lost too much weight, and like the doctors say they're not, you know, they're in danger. Like they're they have health risks. Then they'll pull them. Um, which I think this past season, I don't this I don't think anyone got pulled from a health check. Um, but the season before that, I know someone was forced to quit because of a health check. So you they give you a satellite phone and you can just quit whenever. Hmm. The typically the goal is to survive the longest. Whoever's there the longest wins uh, I think half a million dollars normally. The last season that just popped up on Netflix, which uh, I think it has already aired uh, on TV, it's you know it's like a season behind. But the last season that came up, they it was a million-dollar prize, but they had to make it to 100 days um, in the wilderness, regardless of if the other contestants, if they were the last one standing or not. So it was a minimum of 100 days that they had to make it. And I think up until then, the most that anyone had stayed out um, and had the winners of the shows had stayed out like 78 or like 90 days or something, 80-something days or whatever. So what do you win if? You don't make it to the hundred, but you do make it uh... nothing. You win nothing, and it's such an entertaining, entertaining show because you're given like very, you're given very, you're given some basic minimal survival items. You're allowed to bring, I think, twelve items or ten items with you, but it, you can't. It can't be ten any items. You it's listed. They have a list that you can pick from. So, like on that list is not a lighter. You're not allowed to bring a lighter. You can bring a ferrule rod. Um, you know, like a flint that you. Uh, strike with a with a knife or whatever um you can't bring so like it's not like you pick and like oh, i'm gonna bring in a rifle right um <clears throat> and you get no food um and then so you get like a minor like a small amount of survival gear most everyone always usually brings a bow brings a tarp brings a either a knife or an axe or something like that and then they'll bring you know so and, and everyone usually will bring like a pot because it's the best way to, it's their only means of, you know, being able to cook food instead of having to do it like on a hot stone, um, something that'll hold water for them. So, <clears throat> um, the reason to me it's like super entertaining is because first off is like very real survival. Like, and, and a lot of these people are, are pretty well adept at surviving. Um, and they, and it's also neat to watch cause I'll get some ideas and be like, Oh, hey, yeah, I didn't, never even thought of that as a, as a good survival technique. But another reason that I like to watch it is because sometimes it's the reasons why people quit most of the time are like the most ridiculous of reasons, you know, and you'll see some people that will quit so early on. So like in the very, very first, a couple, three, four episodes, cause there's 10 contestants and they, they, so you don't usually get to see all of the contestants in depth. The first episode, it usually takes three episodes to where they cycle through all of the contestants, right? Mm-hmm. So after you get like those first three episodes, you're like, you know, my wife and I will be like, I think this this guy's going to make it all the way to the end. 
And I've given up on trying to guess in the within those first three episodes because it'll be the person that I'm like, yeah, this guy's like rock solid. He's got the, all the best skills. He's already got a shelter up. He's he's already he's already snared several rabbits. He shot a porcupine. He's got food. He's good. He's got a gill net out. He's catching lake trout. And then like the next episode, he's like, I got a hangnail. I want to go home <laughs> or something like really stupid. Not exactly a a hangnail, but. You know, people quit because they're like, I'm tired of being alone out here. And that's, that's the, I think that's the, the tough aspect of it, um, uh, is, is the, uh, spending all that time completely alone without oh, anyone there's no to talk one, to. There's no one else. Yeah. There's no one else. So each of these 10 contestants, they're placed in, uh, different places, right? So they're like, they're with, I think they each have like a five square mile area that they're in. And the next Jeez. closest person to them is like their five square miles is like, um, like five or 10 miles uh, down the way. So if they were to, so they've never bumped into another contestant cause they're so far spread out into the, into the Canadian wilderness. Um, <clears throat> in fact, they usually get dropped off by helicopter. Jeez. Um, yeah. And it's on a, it's, it's, it's usually filmed on this really cool lake. Um, it's called, uh, how, how do they, do they have a film crew and everything? Or? No, no. It, it is just they get they get cameras. They're given cameras and battery like packs. Like GoPro. Uh, no, like good high quality cameras. So that's a part. Of, that's kind of that's also like what's interesting about it too is that like the show doesn't really hide the fact that that's also an ad- additional survival challenge because they're they're they have to film stuff. So when they get dropped off where they're at, if they go to set up camp, they then also not only have to lug all their survival gear, but they've got to lug like 80 pounds worth of camera equipment up to wherever they're going. <clears throat> so that has, that has actually, you know, changed the course of someone's decisions on where to set up camp because, you know, they maybe be like, oh, well, I could make it up this bluff to a, a more suitable site, but I've got this, I've got this camera case that I'd have to lug up there. So maybe I'll pick over here. Um, it's interesting. So they self-film everything. And that's another thing too, because you keep that in mind when you're watching it, you see that you see someone's like going on a hike and they're filming the hike to where they've got to go check their trap line or something like that. And you'll see them walking by a camera that's sitting on the ground. And you think to yourself, if you were to film that, that means that you have to walk up this hill, set this camera down, go back down, then walk up it to catch that footage. And then whenever you, then, you know, and then as you kind of walk past and keep on walking, then you got to turn around, come back, pick up that camera and bring it with you. So <clears throat> it does add an added element of challenge. It's uh, it's very interesting. It's worth watching. It's on Netflix. They've got two seasons. I think season six and seven um, are on there. I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't do it for that aspect alone. The camera? That the, would, it, I mean, <laughs> that would drive me nuts. I'm wasting so much yeah. time. Just yes, that and is, they got yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. That's all they've got is yeah. time. Well, you've got is time when you spend a hundred days out in the Canadian wilderness. <clears throat> but that um, would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in the one of the, uh, I, I'm assuming that before they go, like they they obviously have like a lot of briefing. It, it actually, I think I do recall uh, one of the winners. The winner of season six was on. Um, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and uh, he talked about kind of like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, before they go out, they're kind of given like a basic cinematography class uh, because they're the ones filming the show, you know. Right. And so you can't have someone out there who doesn't really know how to work a camera or get good shots, get good B-roll and all that stuff because then, uh, 
then you'd have a crap show. You know, you could have someone who survives for all this time, but, you know, doesn't get any good shots of anything. That's another added, you know, challenge is that sometimes, you know, that someone will see like a moose and they're and they and they're like, oh crap, you know, I, I um, you know, I grab my bow, I've got my bow in my hand, but oh crap, I got to grab the camera, I got to set it up real quick, and then get into a position where I can take a shot, because they have they have some rules, and I, I I think that there is like some amount of rule that they have to get X amount of footage, and uh, otherwise thing that they do, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, and that is, it's, it's kind of sort of touched on in the show so to where you can get an understanding of the added challenge by filming everything yourself. So uh, um, would you do it? Yeah. For a million dollars, yes. I would do 100 days in the Canadian wilderness for a million dollars in a heartbeat. I mean, why? Why not? The camera and everything? Yeah. I mean, I've done, I've done filming like that before. Um, it's, it's a pain, but I've done it, you know. Do they do they set themselves up with like a um, some sort of carrying case that isn't as hardcore like a I don't know some sort of there's like a pelican case is what is what all of the is what they're yeah so they got a pelican case it's got wheels but you know you know how wheels like wheels that don't do. really work very well in the forest yeah the, you know how those wheels are it's not like it's not like pneumatic wheels they're plastic wheels so they kinda, <laughs> so it's kind of just like dragging a uh, a, a case just across a bunch of rocks and stuff. Thing is, though, right, is once we're, you we're gonna go into the forest here <laughs> and we're gonna be real quiet. Yeah. Well, once you set up your <laughs> camp, that's where you know. Then well, I mean, like, yeah, when they're when they're going to go fishing. Yeah. Um, th- then they'll just like bring. Uh, they might put a GoPro on and then bring bring one big camera with a tripod and then go out fishing. And then you know the battery packs and all that extra uh, stuff is there. And then they get, you know, they'll, they'll have um, a health wellness checks. A health check will come in once every, um, it's not on a set interval, so that way they don't, they don't know when it's going to be. And, uh, and that's kind of, that's also an interesting thing to kind of help play another mental mind game. That's, uh, you know, you don't, you don't give anyone, you don't, if, you, if they don't know when it is, then they don't have a scheduled routine. So they'll just get a notification on their sat phone that says there's going to be a health check today. You need to be, you know, near your campsite at X, you know, X o'clock <laughs> or whatever. <clears throat> what if they didn't uh, show up? Your brother's here. Um, if they didn't show up, then they'd have to, uh, th- what they'd have to do is uh, they'd have to send out a search party and likely have to get ejected from the game. So, um, <clears throat> so it's, it's interesting. Um, it's, it's pretty neat. Hey, so we've got a guest coming in today. We've mentioned this before. Tyler's getting him a chair right now. We're live right now, so. Well, and I say live, I mean. I'm not, I'm not stopping the recording. I was hoping to catch you guys on a break. <clears throat> no, no, that, that break won't come for another probably probably a few, few more minutes. Um, but anyhow, so they've got, uh, so with the... <clears throat> Um, so with the, uh, uh, they, so they have these health checks, whenever they do these health checks is whenever they bring in, um, battery packs for the, for the cameras. So it's a, it's an interesting, um, uh, it's an interesting show. It's worth it. But that's my, that's my, that's my problem is I'll get sucked into something like that. And I was just thinking about canceling Netflix. <clears throat> No, I don't want...
Um, his his uh, barista Tyler over here is yeah, working out drink. working out the coffee. My brother's extremely picky about his yeah, about his be, coffee <laughs> creamer. It's gotta be international delight. Am I not on? Am I on? Yeah, you are. Oh, you just, just talking were, too quiet. Well, and the directional. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'll take coffee. So he's trying to sort out this coffee situation, and and, and Tyler's like, Do you take it black? Like he's like, Well, I'll take. I'll. <laughs> he said, Do you take it black? Like a man. Yeah. Like, like women don't like black coffee. Yeah, it's true. They don't. Um, and well, in that case, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so they, so he's like, I cannot like, stand black coffee. So there's like three different types of of uh, of creamer here, and and but none of them live up to my brother's expectations. Uh, I'll drink Folgers by itself. And this is Folgers, yeah, and it's it is brewed without, strong. That's yeah, yeah. Without I, I brewed it right. It's not Folgers. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's not Folgers. Folgers. No, it's a, Sam, it's a Sam's Club. Uh, Bag that Liette, when she goes to Sam's Club, oh yeah, she has them. The... She has them, uh, or she they they've got a grinder machine there. She dumps it through the grinder, oh, yeah? and then uh, she the, it filters <laughs> or goes right back into the bag. Then she dumps it into the oh well, it's it's Folgers esque. It it, has, it definitely tastes an awful lot like Folgers. Yeah, I would agree. It tastes yeah. an awful. It's good. It's good stuff. There's this one so coffee that we're we having. Drink. We're right. having the uh, knockoff of uh, the best part of waking up. Mm-hmm. So the coffee that the second my house best part of waking up <laughs> the, the is something like Folgers in your cup. What is it even called? The coffee that I I drink is uh, it's great even black. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it's not Black Rifle though. Is no. it? Yeah, black Rifle Coffee no. Company is great. Yeah, there's there's a pretty good. This is like. This is you would like it if you don't like black coffee. The um, you know what was a surprisingly good coffee. There was a great value coffee. The filters, the filters are like an eco pod. It's a Keurig cup, oh. but it's like an eco pod. So it's like, I don't do K cups anymore. We used to. I'm, I'm sure my wife does. I don't yeah. do enough coffee to need to make a pot of coffee. <clears throat> well, this you can is, always make. This is the only cups. time. This this time, for the podcast, is the only time I make. A pot of coffee. Yeah. Well, we'll do it at our at our house if we, uh, you know, if we brew. Because Alicia and I will both drink coffee, so we'll just brew six cups, and that's usually, you know, plenty good enough. I'm so Dad and I and Mom and Rachel were about to be moving in together. Seeing I've uh, just I've, my house is on the market, and um, then Mom and Dad they should be listening their house. Yeah. And we'll be moving in that new property. Well. I will finally, because mom and dad, they have to have their coffee religiously. Yeah. Now, and Rachel, she likes coffee, but she likes more along the line, especially during the summer, she likes the iced coffee, and then during the winter, she likes hot coffee. And so, at that point, maybe I'll start drinking coffee religiously. <laughs> Dude, your dad is drinks it so religiously that if we're on a hunting trip and we're out in the woods, like... It, it if he'll <laughs> yeah. wake up and start like that's the nice thing about having him with us is that I know that I can wake up and there will be a campfire because not only a campfire but a pot of coffee, but a pot of coffee. most likely yes. brewed already yeah. he's already had his devotions and even if, and even if I get up before him and I'm like ah, I gotta go pee or whatever but I'm like ah, I gotta get this fire I don't even worry about the fire because I know that he's gonna be up in a few minutes and he's gonna get that fire started and I'm gonna be nice and toasty and I'm gonna have a pot of coffee on the way. 
Yeah. Uh, that's, I was one, actually, that's one thing I, I like as well. I'm like, especially w- when it's really bitter cold. Yeah. Wow, uh, like that one when we had that um, camp with the tar- tarts yeah. all the way around. Yeah, and he'd get that fire roasting. <laughs> yeah, and He's when you're 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 just around. freezing your nads off, and you, you can feel your toes, and you're like, "Ooh, if I stick my toes out of this, I'm gonna be freezing." Yeah, and he'd always have that fire nice and hot, and you'd be like. You could you could literally step out of your blankets uh, or your sleeping bag. Yeah, in your boxers. In your boxers. In like thirty be, degree be weather, good. and our camp is like nice and toasty because we've got this nice wind break, and we we kind of create this like little U shape, kind of tarp city, <laughs> a little tarp town, tarp now, shanty town. Remind me, Brandon doesn't camp, does he? Not really anymore no. these days. No, and when we did go camping when I was a kid, it was in the right I think, season. You, I think you, the last you time... Were, you were a glamper. Uh, I think the last no, time... The last time I went camping was with you. The last time that he went, you, like, actually, actually real camping was with us whenever we hiked the Buffalo River. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're a glamper now. Well, yeah. I just have well, just He's just a non-camper. I'm just a non-camper, yeah. <laughs> well, not, if you go camping, you're I a glamper. Did, I would like to have a trailer before I go camping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, no <laughs> but now, now, upon realizing the fact that it's been a decade, over a decade since I've camped, I, it has I feel been, like I'm going to um, go camping with or without my family just so I can get away. Been, back in the woods. It's been like I'm at least you, 13 years. Camping like <laughs> that's that. That's crazy that it's been that long. Yeah. Camping like that is the best way to camp. Dro- yeah. or telling your wife goodbye, <laughs> getting out in the woods. See best way. Because my wife doesn't like to camp. Yeah. My wife doesn't listen to podcasts, so I can say whatever I want. On this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my wife likes camping, but um, usually if my wife goes camping with me, that means we got to bring kids, um, which means that I can't do the the as rugged style camping as I'd like. Well, let's um, do it. Let's go to like Colorado. And just... We don't need to go there. Yeah, we got lots of cool places around. There's a Lake Ufala has an island. Yeah, Lake Uluga has an island. There's, there's Ufala. There. Um, we've got Robbers Cave has a lot of cool hiking trails. I'm just calling um, in sick tomorrow. Let's go camping after I, this podcast. I can't. I can't do that. I've got to set up a cattle working system tomorrow because I've got bulls to castrate on Saturday. Well, it so. wasn't. It wasn't because of me. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay, my fault. But, yeah. I casted in my That's dogs. That's right here. Yeah, yeah. Say. Now the next time I'm like, hey man, you should come camp. You're like, well, I well, tried. I already tried, yeah. You well, know? I tried, but you... You, you shut know, it down. You, you shut, shut it down yeah, like I my sh- dreams. Shut it down <laughs> because unfortunately I had a cattle working system put up and I got bulls to castrate. I can't just can't just leave them walking around with their nads. Um, I like these size mugs though. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That's cool. This... Back to what, coffee. One of my texts just showed up. It's... He's... 30 minutes early. Is he the new one that showed up late the on his first day? No. Oh, I, I don't know. They buy their cars. Is that? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Last Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. He was a few minutes late. But other than that, he's well, he's, he's been he's, early every day. Because he's making up for that first day being late. Yeah. <clears> I mean, <throat> I would have fired him that first day showing up I late. said that literally like three <laughs> minutes before he walked in the door. To, uh, Keith is like, yeah, he's. I said, was he supposed to be here by now? He's like, yeah. He said he's running late. And I said, I would have probably just told him you're not, then don't bother coming in. <laughs> he, uh, he showed up. I guess it depends on how badly you need help. <laughs> he sh- showed up on Thursday and we, we had a... Uh, camera system that we just could not, uh, the, the customer could not figure out why there was no internet. 
uh, Cox came out, or actually, she she didn't call Cox out. She wanted to try and fix it with Cox over the phone, and so she spent close to two days in this broom closet. Wrong mic. Sorry. He's trying to turn me down. I guess <laughs> I'm uh, co- I'm confused because the mics are out of order. Um, and I thought that I would set them up this way, and I would know instinctively which ones are which. I would assume he'd be two, right? Yeah. I am. Because he, he normally is. I'm supposed to be two. And that's why I have you set up as two, because I was like, he's always two, so I'll remember which one, but then... Are you usually sitting to the left of him? No, he's no, this, this is normally just like this. This is our setup. <laughs> but so because you're three, I, like I looked over at you, and, and I knew that I needed, to, I needed to mute your mic, but because I thought I'm one, two, three... And so I, yeah, I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible sound so, engineer today. Um, yeah, he, he showed up <laughs> on like, last Thursday. One, two, three. He showed up last Thursday. We go to this job and still didn't have internet on these cameras. And she had spent already two days. And so finally I'm getting there and I'm trying to work on it and I'm not getting anywhere with it. And I'm like, great. And then... He he jumps in, and he's done cameras on military bases, so he's got uh-huh. a little bit more knowledge when it comes to networking. Uh huh. And the next thing you know, he's got it fixed. Huh. And uh, she had already run to go get another router because I was like, I think this old router is shot. There's no firmware; it won't take new firmware upgrades. Matter of fact, he's about to walk in. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Normally, I wouldn't take. I almost did it. I almost did it again. I almost took uh, Mike three out whenever Tyler walked away. Yeah, that's. Funny. Yeah, because no- that's not how you normally would do it. Anyways. I've done this before where we've had a third person and I always put them on mic three, even though don't, it's out of order. Don't and you I, have a fourth mic? Can you do four mics? Yeah, I can do four one? mics. Okay. Um, I just usually only carry three with this setup because it's rare that we'll have a, a fourth guest or anything like that, so or a second guest. So, because um, I was thinking about, but not here or hmm. there. Um, but anyhow, uh, I think uh, I think it's appropriate time for a break. What take now it. is Sounds the good. appropriate time to take yeah. a break? Okay, that's cool. Well, mostly because yeah, I have cool. to pee, so um, <laughs> I'll take a, we'll take a quick break. Here's a word from our sponsor, and we'll come back and we will actually talk about something of substance. See you, folks, here in a minute. Customer, welcome back. Excellent, eater roach. We're here again. That's an awesome way to bring in this <laughs> segment. I need an on-air but or like an on-air light, so that way we know like a. Like, like a, just a tabletop Yeah, light. just like a flashing light so the way we know. Because I'm the only one who can see the screen. And there's that time delay whenever I hit record that I still have never figured out how to get that setting. That's how to go you get away. all the best intros, though. Yeah, just just fumble into it. I watched a customer eat a roach. I can't remember one of the things Tyler said as we were coming in. And I told him I'm about to hit record. And then, like... Um, I <laughs> was it the penis in your Coke? No, that was not it. Or it was actually peanuts. <laughs> yeah. But uh, everybody else heard penis. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why you gotta work on your diction, Tyler. <laughs> I would say enunciation because diction can also oh. <laughs> get you in trouble if you don't dictate it appropriately. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I guess dictate. I don't know how to dictate it. Uh, um, Is there one of the? Uh, what now? What? Nope. What? We're on air. I was oh, gonna. We've bring been up on a air for a minute. Yeah, I know. I was gonna uh, bring up a random conversation that I mm. should have. 
done already. Yeah, because this is a very structured show. We can't well, have random know. conversations. I know you don't like name dropping, and I was about to drop a name in not a good way. So oh. I'll just say it. Hey, it depends. Um, like, honestly, national brands and stuff, I have not had too much of a problem with. Because the problem is that we've tried to get a, like go around it, but you can't like not say it's so Walmart. Hard. You can't like not say Amazon but or whatever. But you can not rag on Samsung, and that's what I was about to do. Oh, yeah. It won't move Samsung, whatever. Yeah, I I highly doubt that they're gonna come down. They're they're gonna and come be like, down. Oh, because of this person talking yeah. crud about Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news: a small making a small podcast in East Tulsa <laughs> has caused the decline of Samsung appliance sales. I hope I hope I could cause a decline in Samsung appliance sales. That because one was they're, they're, okay. So I was gonna say there's only two reasons anyone should ever have a Samsung is if they got a really good deal on it and free is a good deal. Yeah. Or uh, they just didn't know. But how can you not know that Samsung didn't make appliances 20 years ago? Brandon delivers uh, appliances, and he's been doing that off and on for the last about a decade or so now. Almost, and so, yeah. so, so amongst amongst being, uh, uh, oh, I did do that, but uh, it's just not as profitable. Uh, amongst being I mean, a coffee snob, he's also an appliance keep that in my snob. Back pocket. Which works out well for me because I, I, to me, an appliance is an appliance. And then I, I asked him to get, see if he could get me a fridge, and he gets me. So he gets me this fridge, and he's like talking about, oh, it's the, it's, it's the, the GE profile, it's, it's the, the profile, 09. it's the 09, I believe. Talking uh, about it like, 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 like I car. would with if it's like a car, and I'm like, yeah, that's the, that's the LTZ package on a Chevy. That's the highest trim package. You're like, it's the profile, man. Well, it's not the highest trim. You could have oh, a ice see, in the door I don't even know. He's but just it telling, is a good it is a good package. Yeah, he's just like, "Oh, it's you. You got to get I had to get you this profile. It's the best one. It's so good." And it is a nice, it's a good fridge. It's been working out great. Yeah. And I there paid was a, a 2013 uh, Maytag I had brought with and, me and from I, Nebraska. I paid 100 bucks for it. So, I mean, it's a really mm. nice fridge, especially yeah. for $100, but that's to me, that's what it is. It's an appliance for I'm the worst with it. I have never once bought like a grandma, new dryer. That's how grandma is with cars. Grandma's like, "A car is a <clears throat> vacuum." Yeah. Her, I have I've never bought a new dryer. I don't even think I've ever bought a new washer. I'm all positive I haven't. But washers, I've never had issues. Usually washers just, they work, you know, till they leak. Then then I replace them. Always buy used dryers. And honestly, I do see the, the, the issue in, in me always buying used dryers is because um, I typically have to replace them every couple of years. Uh, because they, and, and I bet, um, no, I had, uh, well, you may just be able to hear it more. I don't hear it as much. I don't think much. I even heard it. Okay. So if I can't um, hear it, then I probably am not. Probably the not. Noise. No, yeah. So you got uh, my mic turned the way low. Yeah. Well, no, I've got the I've got the mainly because we really don't want to hear you. Yeah, no, I have the headphones. <laughs> I have the headphones. I found a good volume at the headphones to where it translates to reality once it does get uh, released, like when the when the audio comes out. Because if you have the headphones too high, then you're thinking you're much louder, and then, and then whenever you're talking quieter. Yeah. Because yeah. the headphones. You also have directional mics, right? So like. If yeah, yeah we right do. On it. Yeah, they're directional. So, uh, so how do you say that? What? The new audio that's like surround sound. Um, I don't know what. Uh, spatial. I think they would call it spatial. So I, I saw an article this morning. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, I, I told you about it, Jen Pisaki, which or Saki, or however you say her name, uh, mm-hmm. the, um, she has the job of telling people uh, what is going on in uh, the White House. You mean the White government. House press secretary? Yeah. White White House press secretary. <laughs> I was getting to it. Um, anyways, uh, she has that job. Well, yeah. she says that the whole defund the police movement 
is Republicans' idea. Republicans. Yeah, I, know, idea. I heard that. I don't know where I heard that. But hey, you know what's funny? It's, it's called gaslighting, is what that is. I haven't, I haven't uh, had a chance to bring this up in a podcast format yet. But what you know what's funny uh, it is really late. But their version of what Trump had for the press secretary: one, she can't answer questions, so it's always circling back. But circle two, back, Saki. Yeah, they had what a, people call her. like she. <laughs> <laughs> Let me circle back to. Have you seen a montage, a YouTube montage video of her saying that? It's and then hilarious. Trump's, she would bring a binder not, uh, and had Kaylee McEnany. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had like There's fifteen. A, that, quite a big difference girl, there. <laughs> that girl was always prepared. Yeah, she always had an answer for every issue that might possibly come up. Yeah, she, she was had like the, a binder. She was like the Amy Coney Barrett of uh, press secretaries. And it didn't take Trump very long to get, get that going because they were yeah. having him do the... Circle back, Saki. You, so I, I think I watched a YouTube video and it was, I think it was straight up 15 minutes long. <laughs> well, let's circle back. And it's like, and it's like, oh, we'll circle back. I don't have an answer we'll to circle that. Back. We'll circle back. back. We'll circle back. And it's just it's, using that. And it's not like repeats of certain, it's like they're all fresh instances of her saying and cop, it's just like 15 like, minutes long. And this, she literally says, we'll circle back to that. Yes. Yes. Oh my That's God. That's why they call her Circle Back Saki. <laughs> and it's a YouTube montage video. And the funny thing is, is I was There's thinking. There's several of them. And There's she several never, of these videos. She these. never has an answer. Yeah. Never. And so I was, and she probably never circles back. So whenever either. I saw this video, it was within the first, it was only the first couple months of, of uh, Biden taking office. And, and when it, it, then it dawned on me, I was like, I was like, man, that's a lot. And I was like, well, sir, sir, White House press secretaries speak a lot. So, you know, you could really take that over a couple of years and make it into a long video. And, and then I was like, wait a second. She's only been doing this for like 90 days and not even. So that's, it's an amazing amount of it. Um, no, what I did want to talk about today, though, is uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of the ATF, a uh, little bit of uh, David Chipman, and a little bit of uh, pistol braces. Uh, talk a, a touch about guns. Are either of you two apprised of the fact that um, the well, first off, the confirmation hearing kind of didn't go in David Chipman's favor, and there's a good possibility he won't be confirmed, and I sure hope that's the case. Uh, who are you uh, talking about? So the uh, Biden's nominee for the director of the ATF, uh, or as uh, old old buddy boy Biden calls it, the AFT. Um, <laughs> yeah, because apparently we re- we've re- we've renamed the uh, <laughs> the that law enforcement branch to the alcohol firearms, tobacco, and explosives instead of the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives. Anyhow, so uh, uh, David Chipman is a uh, extremely interesting choice to nominate because. Uh, one, uh, so yes, he was an ATF field agent, but then his most recent career, he has been a, um, he has been, you know, paid, uh, as a, you know, he's basically been a paid activist, uh, spokesperson for a, uh, pro gun control lobbyist group. Um, so, and, and here's the thing is, I don't think that you should put someone in the ATF if they were as the director of ATF, if they were an NRA spokesperson, um, you know, so I don't think it should be either way. I don't, I think that we should have, you know, there shouldn't be someone who, it should be an unbiased person going into it. And as much as I'm, I'm for gun rights and everything, and I don't, and, and that would lean in my favor, I think there should be a neutral party because it's a law enforcement agency. That's how, that's how the FBI should be too. The, all the agencies shouldn't have anything <clears throat> to do with one political side or the other. Exactly. And, and, and they, so, they are doing that in the military too. They're, if you yeah. don't believe in this kind of a democracy then 
So he's the nominee. In our military. And if you watch any of his confirmation hearing, it went poorly. Um, at least, you know, in my, he got picked apart. You know, at one point or another, um, a senator, I believe from Kentucky, at least his accent sounds like he's from Kentucky. Um, that might be why I think he's from Kentucky. I forget his name. He asks him, what is his, what is, you know, he asked David Chipman, what's his definition of assault weapon? Because he's, you know, you know, um, in favor of an assault weapons ban. And he says, well, that's not really for me to define. That's for Congress to define. And he's like, and the senator's like, no, that's not, no, you're the one who's. actually his job, right? um, Well, no, it's his job to interpret and enforce the law. Thing is, though, is that Congress has defined assault weapons. Um, It it is defined. We have it. We already have existing law. So you're calling for a ban on it. Um, like, what is what is his interpretation of the definition? So that way we know what he's going to be coming after. And so then he he says he doesn't have that, and you know, he, he kind of uh, dances around the question. And he's just clearly not a good candidate for the job at all. Um, but in other news, this is pr- you know, obviously he has not been uh, named director yet because he hasn't. The confirmation vote uh, I don't think has happened as of yet. And honestly, I'm really hoping that it does not go in his favor. Because there needs to be someone who is clearly le- le- has less of an agenda taking in, you know, taking over the directorship of exactly the some someone that does not answer questions, yeah, like that, that are straight up answered. Mm-hmm. I mean, questions that could be answered. It, he he should like have an answer to. <clears throat> like I keep. What's that's, going it's to too happen. late. That's what's going to keep happening. We're going to keep getting people I keep, like well, he's going to be a our, puppet. It, it, yeah, that's all that's going to happen from now so on. They're I just, keep. He's going. To I be know. A only way to see this turn. Is I know that I keep out. circle back sockying on this, but uh, Amy Coney Barrett, <laughs> like someone, a t- person like Amy Coney Barrett, would be a phenomenal. That's that. That to me, that's the new benchmark for like unbiased. Yes, you might have some sort of leaning, but then what she what she said is um, he's comparing our tans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, thought, I thought he was reaching over into your lap and giving no. you a massage on your leg. I'm like, that's no, your brother, that's not dude. a brotherly thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, she's, she's my new benchmark for someone who is uh, very unbiased and takes and takes the job, you know, pretty seriously. When it, so she's, obviously she said, like when she was asked questions in her confirmation, right, they would, you know, the they would ask, well, what would you do in this scenario? And she would explain it like, this is how we, this is how the justice system works. You know, I'm not going to make a decision based off of my opinion. I've got to hear the case. I have to confer with other uh, uh, justices, and we. And then once I hear back from you know my peers, then a decision can be made. Uh, and something along those lines is what I'm saying. Like you don't need someone. Like you don't want someone who comes in and is like an NRA spokesperson and comes in and says, "Yeah, uh, it's just going to be the wild west out there, and we're just going to stop enforcing any firearms laws." As much as I would like they that, should. As much as there I would, should be someone like that. As much as I would like that, the reality is there are laws on the books, and the ATF has an obligation to enforce those laws. The director abolish the ATF, the <coughs> DEA, uh, the CIA, and the NSA. And I don't think we should abolish the ATF. I think that it just should be a convenience store. You know, <coughs> have one on every corner. Alcohol, tobacco, yeah, and firearms. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, so uh, interestingly enough, uh, aside from the directorship situation going on right now, um, the ATF has yet again, and I don't know if either of you are aware of this, but the ATF has flip-flopped left and right on this, and it is the... Um, uh, no, I don't pay attention to that kind of news. I don't know why. So the definition, they have, they, have, they have proposed rule changes on their interpretation of the definition of a pistol brace, 
E- okay. Even even Brett Kavanaugh, whenever he was running or he was oh, being... so you can't use your AR pistols? Is that that's what that one is about? So, AR pistol braces. All right, AR pistols. Um, they, there's been a definition as to what is what can, constitutes a shoulder stock and what constitutes a pistol brace. If it's a shoulder stock, that weapon is under length and is considered a short barrel rifle, which is an NFA-classed item and requires registering and paying a $200 tax stamp and all that jazz. If it's a pistol, it's just a pistol. And the pistol brace has been defined, and the crazy thing is, is uh, uh, companies like SBA Tactical have have uh, had their designs approved by the ATF in previous definitions and interpretations of what a pistol brace is, and this new proposed pistol brace um, uh, pistol brace uh, d- definition will effectively ban 99% of the pistol braces that are currently on the market. So currently on the market the or currently on are, guns? Yeah, Co- currently on guns. Currently. So what would that mean for them? They'd have to register it at that point, or it'd become illegal. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, you'd you'd all you know basically so they can't do that then. effectively overnight, making millions like Americans, of Americans, crim- not just criminals, felons. Uh, <laughs> so that would you, be the call. Me, that would be the straw Kate. that broke the camel's back, right? That would be, It'd be a, a lot of people if we hadn't lost them in the boating accident. Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, our, so here's the thing is, it's very complicated. I've read through this uh, proposed rule change, and what they've done is that it, it, they haven't just flat out said, okay, pistol braces like this are illegal, pistol braces like this are cool. They have assigned a point system. If a pistol brace has this characteristic, it gets this amount of points in, in this section. And if the, then if the total of this section equals X amount of points, it's illegal. If it doesn't, then it's good. Go to next section. Then you go to the next section, and you check those characteristics. So it's like doing your taxes. Yeah, you have to, like, I'm like... So there's the loophole we just have to figure it out. Get the guys I, on it. And I can't, Get the gunsmiths like, on it. I looked at right it, now. and I'm like, you need, a, you need like, a... A you, gunsmith. No, we need a CPA, honestly. We need an accountant to come in here and figure out, like, with this scorecard to figure out if these things are illegal. So to be completely honest with you, I'm not sure if my pistol brace um, uh, that I would have had had it not, you know, unfortunately ended up in the bottom of the lake, uh, if it if it meets certain qualifications to make it illegal or legal, I don't understand. I think it's not going to make it through. I think it's going to go. Um, what are you so curiously looking at there, Tyler boy? Uh, one of my guys, I don't understand what he's doing. Oh. <clears throat> Tyler doesn't understand. So, um, so it's that's concerning, uh, especially one of my guys. So that's concerning because AT, the ATF has already proposed this um, this this interpretation change on top of the uh, potential for an extremely biased, agenda driven uh, director that has been nominated going into it, and I think that it's. It's a dangerous position to put our country into to have uh, to have a a a law enforcement branch that has some type of bias that is purely unconstitutional, um, and that's that's where it gets tricky. Because you know, then we could have then we could have a sweeping ban on pistol braces, which would eliminate you know AR pistols from being a legal thing to have, and then turn into then and then. Um, you know, it could turn into an assault weapons ban, which honestly, I think that this administration just doesn't have the teeth to be able to to actually get it done, anyways. Right. I, I think it's all talk, honestly. They're going to constantly push it. What's funny to me is we have a guy that cannot cannot spit out any sentence that is strung together, and you look at the words, and you're like. 
Yep, that's a sentence. And that literally yeah. did just come out of his mouth. But what it is, he, he, he'll spit out these words, and then he, he he's... If it's the, uh, the the puppeteer that's giving him this uh, list of words that he's supposed to say, and he's like, all right, I'm going to memorize all these words, or I'm going to read it from the teleprompter, but he doesn't read them from the teleprompter and actually get it out in a coherent way. Well, and, like, he, he actually just had a gaffe uh, about, uh, about blacks and Hispanics. And a recent one? Oh yeah. It, it it was it was very racist what he said too. No, I said a recent one. A recent one? Yeah. Oh. It, it was within the last couple of weeks. Oh. Um it was, he's been saying stuff like this. <laughs> but he said it's he's since gotta he's been have president. dementia. He's gotta have dementia. Oh yeah. He's, he's been saying are. stuff yeah, since he became president. But um no when it comes to the, the these bans on weapons, I mean they they won't be able to get it done for the sole purpose that, so, that he's too weak. So have you ever have you ever done this? Like That's what he said, he doesn't so have teeth. Anytime, well, that, the administration doesn't have teeth. Not he yeah. doesn't have teeth. <laughs> anytime I have this, uh, you know, there there's an there's an opposing view like this. I try and play devil's advocate and think on their side and think, well, what could possibly be their motivations? And I can understand the general population why they're thinking. It's a lot. Of, a lot of times, it's just you know ignorance. You know, people are like, well, it's, they're playing the long game <clears throat> because look. <laughs> well, this is what I, Elmer Fudd does not have a gun anymore. Why does he not have a gun? Um, well, because it's it's a, it's, it's a they're playing the long game. It's a culture war yeah. against against uh, against. And I thought that hadn't happened yet, but I watched some new Looney Tunes, and that is <laughs> certainly the case. Interestingly enough, the new Space Jam movie, though I do know that um, uh, well, Yosemite Sam does still have his pistols. So I think that that might he'll uh, lose them unless he yeah. how's he say unless he loses them in Space Jam. Uh, yeah, maybe because you know LeBron's in it, and I don't think he would be putting his name to anything like pro yeah. gun. Well, so um, anyhow, my my point is like I can understand the general population and why they would think you know hey, um, uh, Tyler's Tyler's out of here. He's gonna go meet his meet with his meeting. But we'll we'll finish up here in the next few minutes. Th- what I think is happening is like I get why you know. So the typical public you know may just be they're just un- undereducated. It's something that like doesn't affect them necessarily because like well I don't own guns. I don't I don't see the need to carry guns for protection. I don't see this need. So you know I could go. Oh, I get it. You know why would you need an AR-15? Because they don't they're not in that culture. They don't understand it. And they say well it couldn't you know if someone's going hunting why don't they just take a shotgun? You know they well, don't understand. Even it. last year I. I I too said, "Why do I need an AR-15?" Yeah, uh, I was that and, guy and until then last year. Yeah, and, and then you see a reason. Yeah, exactly. And so, so you know, I could understand it from that. But then, then I wonder, like, who's driving this and why? Like, what's their what's their intention? The intention almost definitely has to be for control to gain control. And also, you get you know these billionaires like Bloomberg, right? Who uh, you're like, well, why does he care so much? He, I mean, he has he has bodyguards, and, he, and 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 someone I can't remember who said it. Um, it might have even been, it might have been Colion Noir might have said this, but said that people like that they're not really as much motivated by money anymore. And also, once you've made all this money, like you get bored, and so you pick up a hobby, and that hobby might be you know brigading against something, and then the thought to a, a, a someone with you know they've got all this money, they've got all this power. A gun is an equalizer, and they can't stomach the idea that just any old blow off the street could just take them out. And and that scares them to say, well, the general population doesn't deserve to have 
weapons. And he, it's a, he it's, said that back in nineteen. It's an elitist. It's an elitist thing. It's a class thing. That and and so that's what's driving. That's the motivation that's driving this. And it's a very dangerous fine line because the problem is, and I've said this a million times over, is that is that when when. When the when the Second Amendment, if the Second Amendment is compromised, so are all of the other uh, 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 constitutional rights. And the reason that I say this is because, the, the, in, in fact, honestly, <clears throat> all of our constitutional rights are important. But the two most important ones are the are the gatekeepers of the Constitution, and that's the First and the Second Amendment, the right to free speech, and the right to bear arms. Uh, both of those are the gatekeepers that protect everything else. The problem is that you could still you can you can't have you can't really have one without the other though. Um, you need both of those. If you don't have the second amendment, you have no way to protect your first amendment if things get, you know, too far past the point of no return. If you don't have the first amendment, then it gets very difficult to peacefully settle anything to protect your second amendment, right? Yep. So you need both of those. And and the and the scary thing is is the one that the one that is you know because it's hard to say well we're going to take away free speech they're not going to say that although there has been attacks on the First Amendment because now we've got you know these you know social media empires that have decided that they're just going to censor whoever they feel like censoring and they're private companies so they can and at what point do we consider it a utility and not as much a private company and when when do we decide that the First Amendment does extend into that that uh, space it should definitely extend into that space. <laughs> I, I don't think care so. what your opinions are. I mean, if if, if I think you're so, I think that well, they any should, amount of free speech is and, and their and their concern is like, oh well, you know, it reflects. Poor, it shouldn't reflect on them. They should just be considered a media platform. And obviously, the views expressed by users on Facebook do not are not that of Facebook. And so, Facebook should just step out of it and let them do whatever they do. But then they can't get as much money from their sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then we have so so then. So obviously that there has, but it's hard to just outright say, "Hey, we're going to come after the First Amendment." But it is not hard in today's culture to outright say, "Hey, we're going to come out, uh, come after the Second Amendment," because it's easy to spin it in a negative light and say. And I've seen these YouTube ads that have driven driven me crazy um, when they're like, "Oh, when are we gonna when are we gonna see that millions of Americans are dying and this, that, and the other?" And we've got all this chaos and this. And and the reality is, is the numbers just don't match. Like we have we have the most guns per capita in the on the planet in our country but you would think that we would have the most gun violence but we don't um we we don't even have the, the, and, the most and, and repeatedly 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 <clears throat> where is the most gun violence happening in it's the happening. states with the strictest gun laws yes Gun laws aren't meant to do anything, no. but hurt the people it's supposed to help. Yeah, it, what it does is it it restri- it makes it very difficult for people who live um, in you know in these these uh, crime areas. It makes it very difficult for them to be able to protect themselves. Whenever you have gun laws like you know certain things uh, that that make it prohibitive to have a have a uh, to have a firearm, you know whether it be. Just uh, for instance, in the state of Nebraska, that requires you to get a, a permit just to own a pistol, you know, and you and know, then it gets murky because, like, what happens when you use that pistol? Because, <clears throat> yeah, well, so so the 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 gun owners, per- how much did that thing cost, anyways, in Nebraska? It wasn't super. It wasn't cheap. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't cheap. I never got it. I, I had pistols. And that's <laughs> the that's the thing. I never. Yeah, I that's, never got one because that's tyranny. And a, I don't. Allegedly, you had pistols. Um, but there's the allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I have no proof of me. Um, the 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 so but the thing is, is, someone may think to themselves, well, you know, two hundred bucks or whatever, or a hundred dollars to apply for a license. That's not much, right? 
Well, it may be, you know, or it may be uh, there are some areas that they require you to get firearms training in order to own a firearm. And just the cost of firearms in those areas is more expensive because they know it's a hot commodity. You have to do this to get that. So you're really going to pay for that. Yeah. And so what it does is it makes it cost prohibitive. And you might say, well, what is a what is a hundred bucks or whatever? Well, a hundred bucks might not. It might not even just for one. That can be a lot to some people. And then secondly, a hundred bucks may not be the only thing. It may be the class requirements and it may be that it has to be eight hour training course. Well, it's not as much about taking the training course, even though it may be cheap or whatever. What can that can that single mother afford to take a day off of work um, to go to this firearms training class? Although I think that she should have firearms training. I think that that is that's a necessity, but I don't think the government should dictate it. And I don't think that, you know, she she may she may be in a position where it's difficult for her to do because she's a single parent, so she's she can't take time off of work and then whenever she does have time off of work, she's got her kids and then but meanwhile, she has to walk to the bus stop in a a, a dangerous side of Southside Chicago and uh, you know, and 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 she could potentially get mugged or killed or something. Trying to go through these hoops to get yeah. herself some protection yeah. just trying to get these hoops yeah could get her killed yeah, it that, could. Is that, that's crazy that's the craziest thing i ever heard it, it is it's it's insane to think that we would be having this conversation and to be completely honest with you i feel like like if founding fathers were hearing the conversations we we're having now they would be like whatever what on earth like i thought we i thought we spelled it out for you idiots in the constitution like we we spelled it like there's there's very literally no other way to 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 uh to interpret this uh, we literally wrote then in there the right to bear arms shall not be infringed we said shall not be infringed like i thought we I thought we dictated that, like it can't be infringed. Tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. <clears throat> yeah, so, so you have these. You know, I'm sure that they, they must be, be turning. They must they're be probably turning in their graves. Yeah, I'm turning. sure that they must be. That, that if they, if we were like, get a time Dust machine, get a time machine, go grab, go grab old Ben Franklin and Jefferson, uh, or not uh, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington. Just go ahead, grab the likes of the <laughs> founding fathers. Yeah, <laughs> no, not him. He's. We can uh, leave him back in time. <laughs> we can leave him. I mean, his. Uh, anyways, there, there's a uh, there's. He's not a. He's not necessarily an all bad dude. There's uh There's some very uh, respectable things that he had done, uh, in the Civil War. Anyhow, ignoring that. <coughs> Excuse me. Disclaimer: um, so, He's related to I, us, so you have to defend the guy. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> we're, we're, there's like trace amounts of Jefferson Davis it's genetics just, in yeah. us. Um, anyhow, so you know, you go. We go back to time. Grab the founding fathers. Come back up here, and they're like, well, what? What the heck is all these laws? Uh, going on with the gun like what do you mean you can't own uh, a certain type of gun and 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 why uh, they'd be like well wait a second like we like we <laughs> I, I thought we spelled this out for you like we said shall not be infringed and they're, and they're looking if, if we just gave them uh the you know a, a a book of all of the gun laws on the books federal and statewide they would look and they're like, we see there's a lot of infringements here. Like there's an infringement here, then infringement here. It's regulated here. It's regulated there. It was. A, it, it wasn't like they're like we didn't write a chapter on the right to bear arms. We wrote like a paragraph. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it, it's that's With all. The most important sentence. Yeah, we we didn't because uh, uh, I can't remember like how many how many sentences is it. It's not very long uh, at all. Um, uh, the size okay. of the gat it doesn't matter if it's smaller or bigger. <coughs> Said easy e. Okay, it is. Let's see how many sentences. It's uh, a good time to get my quote because I mentioned that Easy said it back in 1988. 
the equalizer. Oh, it's not even. It's I'm I'm silly. It's not even multiple sentences. It is one sentence. I guess that I was thinking that it was multiple sentences. I thought it was a sentence. I think it it is a sentence. One sentence in the second. But they amendment. don't write sentences like that. Yeah. Well, there's 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 just two commas uh, in there that that kind of made me think it might be two sentences. Um, anyways, so you know our Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's it, there. <sighs> That's not up for debate. That is in the Second Amendment. That is yeah, in our Constitution. Yeah. What's now, the first one? The first one is the best one. Yeah. Well, the First Amendment is uh, the thing is Multiple about the sentences. First Amendment is yeah, it, it is a little bit longer, and but it is also not really up to interpretation. Um, hey, look at that. Technically, it is one sentence as well. They throw a semicolon in there. That's mm-hmm. why I thought it was for sure a couple of sentences. That was a creepy laugh. I apologize. For the <laughs> Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition, and to petition the government for a uh, redress of grievances. Meaning that... We have the right to express our opinions. We have the right to free speech. Express yourself. Those two amendments right there are the most, most very simple, simplistic, and there's not really much up for interpretation or debate on it, honestly. Now, you could say um, that, uh, you know, and, and the Supreme Court has ruled certain things that are, are, are not technically, that may not be considered free speech, uh, that, that can be actionable against, uh, such as hate speech or, you know, um, certain, some, so like yelling fire, this is the, this is the, uh, uh, example everyone always seems to use yelling fire in a crowded theater, right? Um, that, that could be dangerous and cause, you know, whatever, um, that, 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 uh, technically, they say won't wouldn't be protected under the First Amendment. Okay, inciting violence like that that could be dangerous. People will say yes. Um, there there's some debate there, and even at that, like I like to look at everything in the Constitution in the most simplistic of ways. Um, and it's it, it's easy to just kind of follow this rule of thumb is that um, you know the rights uh, people's rights as long as they don't infringe on other people's rights or they can exercise those rights okay so you know if my free speech doesn't doesn't hinder your rights then my free speech is protected under the First Amendment now if my free speech crosses that line and and uh, somehow hinders your rights then yes it would in fact so like i have the right uh, for uh, 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 life liberty and the pursuit of happiness right if my pursuit of happiness you know i'm thinking i need your tv well, my rights end there because then my pursuit of happiness is now infringing on yours. But then you could say anyone, then that's, that's how they get away with saying anyone who says COVID-19 this, that, or the other, then that's bad for the population. That means we need to keep them from saying it. And that's why they get away with doing crap like yeah, that. Yeah, well, and that's where, that's where the First Amendment gets a little bit more vague and, uh, and complicated to try and, uh, uh, to, try and uh, to be able to be debatable of sorts. And that, but I don't it's think that... It's still not up for just I don't think it is. I think realistically, if you just look at it the, very simp- the simplest of manners saying, as long as that right, as long as your rights don't infringe upon the rights of others, then your right is protected and should be in the Second Amendment, or in the, in the Constitution. Anyways, on that note, we will sign off here. We've got a, uh, a crowd of munchkins coming on in for the day. 
it is time to uh, head out. So until the next week, uh, we will talk at y'all later. See y'all soon.